Welcome to another episode of the Bone Robot Games podcast. I'm here with Isaac, and this episode we're going to be talking about Metroid. Yeah. Metroid holds a special place for me. It's one of my favorite games, one of my favorite game yeah. series of all time. Is Super Metroid still your favorite game ever? Super Metroid is up there. I really, I just replayed it probably four or five months ago on the Switch version, um, on the Super Nintendo thing, on the Nintendo Online Switch version yeah. or whatever. Um, and I, I think it probably took me like three hours or something because I haven't played it in a while. But uh, I play that game probably once a year. Um, I just love it so much. I ran through it again. And honestly, I was... For some reason, I forget this every time. I was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna like it. I'm, you know, maybe it's not that good a game. It doesn't age well." And I was absolutely in love with it. It's a phenomenal game. It's my favorite game yeah, of all time. I really it's think it's It was designed so well. It stands the test of time. Super Metroid for me is the number one game. The most outside. amazing thing about Super Metroid to me is when you watch speed runs of it, and they're so much better than I knew you could be at that game. It's honestly, it's it's astronomical. So like when I'm a kid and I'm playing, there's these like little, there's like a little section right in the beginning. There's like a T junction. You come up from the bottom and when you go down, you take the morph ball on the left side. And when you come up, you have to go up the right because the morph ball drops you like straight down a chasm. You come right and there would be no way to get back up there because it's a 90 degree angle and you have to go like, you have to, you would have to like do an insane jump. And I'm like, I don't even think this is possible. But I remember trying it a couple times as a kid. Like, oh, if I... If I wall jump off of here, first of all, you have to know how to wall jump, which they don't like teach you until in game way later. Yeah, so, and they barely teach you. It's like a hidden secret. Yeah, if you like fall down a special path, like a uh, the monsters will wall jump, and then you, if you try and follow them, you're like, oh, I could do this, which is like an insane way to teach a player a thing. But yeah, I love it was it. brilliant. I love it. So you would have to have played the game at least once, obviously. So I, I you know, a couple times through, I tried it, and you don't get it, and then. These these speedrunners do it. They will jump off a wall, and they and they will turn to a morph ball in midair, and then start rolling like go upwards through a hole with momentum and start rolling to the left and get out a special way you're not supposed to be able to go. And it always oh yeah Alcatraz escape. It's it's bonkers. It. It's bonkers. Yeah, I've tried to do that when it when Super Metroid came out for the Switch. I was like uh, I was like watching a ton of Super Metroid speedruns. So I'm like, let me try to speedrun it, and. Alcatraz Escape is hard as fuck. It's very yeah. difficult. They get it first try every time. They're all so hard. I did a, an interview with a speedrunner, Shiny Zenny. Uh, he he speedruns. Oh, I Metroid. love Zenny. He's cool as hell. Yeah, I, I interviewed him. Uh, he does like mainly 100% category. And uh, I, I've said to him, I've said to a couple other runs before, I consider them like elite players. Like when you look at like, it's hard. There's no like comparison in like the sports world or something. But when we would look at like, you know, D1 college sports versus you know like nfl players or something like that yeah. and even within the nfl there's like the pro bowl players you know there's the championship players it's like i consider them the, like the top tier players are the most elite players maybe they don't do that they're doing it for fun they're doing it for love of the game but like i can't pull off that stuff when, when you when you look behind the veil you know i consider myself an above average gamer in most games it's like they are the top tier elite gamers in these categories and they do this stuff like it's nothing like these runs, like not, he, it's not like he has to do that trick one time. They have to do fifty tricks over the course of an hour plus run. Yeah, it blows me away. But that yeah, a game, lot of those tricks are really hard. Uh, the one that's easy is mock ball. Mock ball I found very easy. Once I realized that you need to need to hold down the jump button as you turn into the ball, it's pretty simple. So you tried some of these 
techniques? You yeah, tried speedrunning? I, I tried to run the game. I, I was able to complete it once. Um, uh, then every time, other time I tried to run it, I would like die at Ridley or whatever. But uh, Kraid, Quick Kill is hard. I It took me like over two hours to beat it, and I was just running like any percent or whatever. Yeah. It's insanely hard, and they do it like... They make it look easy. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. I like I try not to watch speedruns until I'm familiar with a game because then I go and watch it and I go, What what the fuck did they just do? <laughs> how do they do that? I have such an appreciation when I when I know the controls and I know how hard it is to, to pull off these things. Oh, Shiny Zenny also the, the reason I interviewed him was because he did a reverse boss order run. Yeah, I saw that. So that it's which incredible. is insane. The, and the crazy thing about that is, again, as a child, I'm in love with this game. Right? I played. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm the Metroid God. I beat Super Metroid ten times when I was a kid when it first came out on Super Nintendo. And so, to see them, they they found out a way where you beat Ridley first, and then you go backwards through all the bosses. Like they have like, they use like a what's it called? It's it's that technique. Where if you have like ten of every weapon type, uh, crystal flash, crystal flash, yeah, you can you can restore all of your health, and they get just enough e tanks and extra health and power ups that when they beat Ridley, they do or before on their way to Ridley, they do a crystal flash, because when you get when you beat Ridley in the next room on the bottom right is a is a secret e tank, and if you get it, it, restores all your health, so they have to. They have to do a crystal flash on their way there because they travel through lava and they do like wall jumps. Here's another thing about speed runs that are that blow me away. They'll do a trick like on their way there, right? They'll hit a wall jump and, and like a commentator or they'll say like, oh yeah, that's a that's a frame two trick or whatever. So when they're saying this, maybe you know, I, I always just assume they say it's a frame two trick. If a game like a Super Nintendo game, I think Super Metroid runs at 60 frames a second, right? Yeah. So that's two out of like it's a frame one or frame two trick. That's a one out of sixty or a two out of sixty. So it's like a one sixtieth of a second trick. Is that what they're saying there? Like you have, you could do that. Is that is that how minuscule the, the chances of hitting that? Uh, well, a one frame, yeah, would be a sixtieth of a second. A two frame would be a thirtieth of a second. That's yeah. so crazy. That's how difficult it is. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's like in Street Fighter when they say a combo is like a two-frame link. You have to put the inputs in within the two-frame window. I was assumed, the right? That's how the, the math works out. But I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not that difficult. But it is crazy. You have to hit these tricks. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, Super Metroid's a really tight game. It's like the, the platforming feels really good. The shooting feels really good. They give you a lot of stuff at like to control, and it and it feels good to, have, to be in control of that, right? And something for yeah, like... The way you improve at just moving around with Samus as the game progresses, she feels kind of clunky when you first, because it's a fucking Super Nintendo controller. Like, yeah. What are you going to do? She feels kind of clunky, but then once you get good at it, you get the high jump boots as well, and you get, like, gravity suit and stuff like that. But mostly just from learning how to play the game, you feel so much more competent, and I think they do a great job of that. Not only, and then the animals can teach you different techniques that you didn't even know existed. Yeah. It's an incredible game. Uh, my favorite thing, like my my philosophy on on game design, is like just make it like Super Metroid. You come in, there's there's zero exposition. It takes 15 seconds to start a game, and yeah. the rest of it you just find out as you go. And you know they have the classic Metroid: uh, you go left first before you go right in the side scrolling thing to get your first power up, which is cool. You know it's like a little yeah. backwards. They start doing that's that's like innovative. You don't think about it, but the stuff like that and. And then again, but they teach you the the animals teach you how to do 
the speed the speed running the speed boost running or whatever like the jump they teach you how to yeah. do it because the if you fall into the pit that one like ostrich thing teaches you how to jump out with the, the yeah. speed boost thing and then the other little animals teach you how to do the wall jump but like there's no I hate 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 when I'm playing a game and you're you're getting into the groove you're having fun you're playing that's what you're there to do right play the game and then they're like you stop and you come to a screen press this button to do this Try it out. Press this button to do this. I, there's no fucking tutorial. They said, go play the game. Figure it out. I'm like, thank you. That's how. I, that's what I want to do. Yeah. They did a great job. I love it for that. And then I don't really know that. I didn't play Metroid when it first came out. Um, I was too young. Yeah, I've never played the... Uh, I've played, but I haven't beaten the first one. Yeah, it's hard. It's actually pretty short, but it's it's a difficult game. I did beat Samus Returns on the Game Boy... Um, when I was a kid, that game is, is psychotic because there's like no <laughs> map and you just kind of like get stuff and the map design is weird and the goal is just to kill like 30 Metroids. It's a yeah. very strange game. I played the remake. Well, the remake is incredible. We'll get to that. The The original, have you played the original? No. It's, it's a, it's almost an entirely different game. It plays like nothing like that. It's like a, it's more like you explore these caves than it is like a a Metroid game. It's very stunted and like interesting. But I mean, they do they do have some cool things in there. That's where the spider ball is from. That's what like they first oh, yeah. had it in the Game Boy version where you can climb walls and stuff like that with it, which is very cool. I you know knew that because I played it when I was younger, and then I when when it came out in Prime, they had the spider ball, and everyone's like so cool. Like, yeah, this is already in the game. <laughs> and you can just get stuff like out of order. So I like there's there's like no order. I remember like one of the first power ups I got was the ice beam because there's just like a a tower at some point basically. It's like the same room but like stacked on each other like five times. And like the top of it has the ice beam. And I was like, Oh yeah, I just have this. I just I don't know if I'm getting stuff in the right order. There's no there's like no sequence in that game. It's very strange. Yeah. And then what was after Samus Returns? I guess chronologically would have been Metroid Prime. Was it the next one? Like uh, as far as release? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I think so. Sorry, I have to. This episode sponsored by Lacroix. I'm thirsty. <laughs> um, I think so. Right? I don't know what happened after Metroid. Metroid Samus Returns, as they call it. Um, but let's just go to Prime. Yeah, I like Prime. Prime did, is great. Did you have a GameCube when it came out? No, no, I didn't play it. I, did, I actually played Metroid Prime 3 before I played Prime 1 or 2. Oh, wow. How'd that come yeah. about? I didn't have a GameCube. I just had, uh, I had a Wii, and I heard Metroid Prime 3 was great, so I got it. And then I thought it was incredible. And then I played the first one, and uh, it was very good. I played it when they came out with like the trilogy. Oh yeah, and then the second one was just a little bit too weird, and I was a little bit too burned out from having just played the first one. Yeah, so I didn't. I didn't finish the second one, but probably like halfway through at least. I played one, two, and three when they all came out. I can't remember them. Uh, Prime one was incredible. I've played Prime one through like five times. I love that one as well. It's. I think it's a really good. Like their four A into three D was pretty much perfect uh, transition from two D to three D. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it was phenomenal. They did. It was like 
they they pretty much kept every core element of of Metroid while going into the next phase of gaming, I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's so much cool stuff in Metroid Prime as well. There's like the Chozo Ghost, like the targeting system. It's like, so you could just lock on to enemies and you're like, oh, this is going to be easy. I have a, like an auto lock on, but it's not. There's like, they do all this balancing with some enemies can't be hit with some guns. You have to switch between guns, which is like super cool as you unlock them. There's still like platforming, which still feels like tight and fluid because you get the jumps and... Yeah, I wasn't often frustrated in any of the Primes that I had to jump in first person to a platform and if I no. fall dead or anything. I never was like, this is dumb and they suck, no. which is how I usually react to that type of exactly. stuff. Exactly. Like, I remember even platforming in like Half-Life. I was like, this fucking blows, dude. I can't see what I'm doing. Why would they do this? Right. And they give you a grappling hook in Metroid Prime. I'm like, yeah, this feels great. I think the thing that they do is the same thing from Metroid, Super Metroid, where it's like, you know... They they don't make it needlessly obtuse. You can make it like stupid and hard to control your character, but they just make it easy. It's like no one wants to fall off a grapple. No one wants to lose the game this way. They want to make it to enhance the game. You know what I mean? No one wants to be like, oh, I have to travel through a pit back to where I was because I accidentally let the button go too early or something. You know, it's like a very insipid way to program it. But I've never like had that happen in Prime. It's it's only an enhancement. It's basically just like they they change it. And they said. Oh, well, in the first one, it's like you have a lot of control over it, and you can move up and down, and you can swing and all this. In the second one, they're just like, oh, yeah, this is just going to be a roadblock. It's just going to stop you from getting to other areas, and that's pretty much all it is for. Cause like, how yeah. Can, yeah. But I think that's a good change. Be- being able to, to see that and change it that way is, like, dope. They did that with it. Oh, Zero Mission came out, right? Uh, Zero Mission came out in 2004. Oh, I don't know. When was the release? Date? I'm on the Wikipedia page for Metroid now. Don't don't tell them that. Just pretend you knew that. Okay. <laughs> I'll I'll edit that out. <laughs> when hold on. So when did Prime? Oh, okay. So actually, Fusion came out before Prime. See, I don't think so. I can't find any of the dates. What are the fucking release release radar? Yeah, Prime came out in 2000. Fusion came out in 2002. Oh. Okay, so that's interesting. Came out after. So let's go. Okay, so Return of Samus, Super Metroid. We did those backwards. And then Metroid Fusion came out. Yeah. I, I was obsessed with Metroid Fusion as well. I thought it was a great... So they, 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 they took away from the thing that I love most about Super Metroid where they drop you in, they don't tell you anything. There's a lot of talking in Metroid Fusion. Yeah. So the gameplay is superb. They do a lot of really great things with it. Um, obviously, being handheld was incredible. I loved. I played that game nonstop. But the that was the only roadblock for me that that takes it down a couple pegs. Where it's like constantly like you're talking to that robot girl on your ship, and she's like, "Now progress to sector five. Now, oh, something bad happened. Progress to sector two. Oh, you're gonna need to find this unlocked. Open this door. And it was just a little too slow, a little too on the nose for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It only takes yeah, but it down. having like uh, the SAX follow you around was fantastic. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, it felt like they were just like, "Oh, this we never put a story into these games. <laughs> yeah. We should probably do that." And then they did. And yeah, it wasn't the wasn't the best. No, I mean it was it was passable, but I mean again, I felt like the gameplay was incredible. They added a bunch of cool things. There's a bunch of cool monsters in there. There's that like yeah. nightmare boss that you fight that fucks with gravity. 
Yeah. There's like the monkey bars that you can crawl across. I remember there's a boss you fight that's like in water or in like electrified water or something. You have to hang from the ceiling and fight it. And its weak spot is on top. And there's like obviously improved aiming in that. So like by yeah. all accounts, especially when it, when it was released, Super Metroid comes out. The next one is Metroid Fusion. It's like it was definitely an upgrade in gameplay, I think. Yeah. You know, it's it was like six years later, eight years later or something. So it was it was the next game that was released. I thought it was awesome. Um, and then Zero Mission, right? Am I looking at this right? Yeah, I think so. Zero Mission was 2004. So was Metro Prime 2. Oh, I see. I'm trying to find out. Oh, so Metro Prime came out the same year as Fusion, which is crazy. Yeah. So I had different studios working on both of these things. I also watched uh, the the timing on speedruns is insane because I obviously Metroid Prime took me hours and hours. I can't even tell you how many hours it took me the first time and like what what's the the any percent record now? Probably like forty five minutes or something crazy like that. Yeah, probably. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> um, those are those are bonkers, and they like barely. So a lot of them are just like really tight gameplay. Like sometimes they go out of bounds. And sometimes they do cool glitches, but a lot of it's just like, oh yeah, we skipped. Oh, they do that that crazy sideways jump in Metroid Prime with the scan yeah. gun or whatever. Yeah, the scan jumping thing. I watched Oats and Goats try to do that for I swear a half an hour over this one pit. He just kept resetting. Yeah, I. Yes, he was learning still, but it I couldn't. Hard. I couldn't get it hard. as well. I remember watching it and I was like, easy. Let me go fucking do this on my on Metroid Prime. And I couldn't get it, and I was like, yeah, how are they doing this? How does this guy do this 50 times a game? I couldn't get it once. <laughs> yeah, uh, sometimes the speedrun tricks are easy. Sometimes they're they're actually really hard. They're insane. Like, remember when you tried to do the Super Mario 64 uh, infinite stair skip, on the, and you did it on first oh, try? I got it instantly. Really that was, that was it. so funny. We were, we watched someone do the the long junk jump trick on the infinite stairs. Okay, backwards long jump. That's, that's what they it. call it. And I think it's like, I, it was so ironic. Someone had a file that was like right there, but the door was blocked. And I was like, oh, let me try it. And we loaded it up and I did it. And we all lost <laughs> our minds. <laughs> so this says on, on speedrun.com, the any percent, <clears throat> excuse me, the any percent Metroid Prime first place time is 48 minutes flat. 48 minutes to beat Metroid Prime by Justin DM. That's pretty wild. So I, I always like to look at my times uh, in comparison. I mean, mine's several hours, very, very minimum. I get scared to do speed runs. I'm like, I need to have more equipment. I can't beat this boss like this. <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. They do some crazy tricks too. That's like, oh yeah, if we mess this up, the run's basically over, and we have to start all over again. I'm like this yeah. is fucking bonkers. So the and same they thing. Never save even. So it's like Jesus. Oh dude. yeah, you can't mess up. And the the same thing that you said so bef- about Metroid Prime Two before sort of happened with me, where I had played. It only it came out like two years after the original Metroid Prime, and. As soon as you start, I was, so I'm I'm another person where I'm like, oh, I want to scan everything. This has got to give you some in-game bonus if I scan everything, right? 
I don't think it really does. But so I'm like, I scan everything when I'm in Metroid Prime. And then Metroid Prime 2 comes out, and I was like, oh, I have to fucking scan everything again. <laughs> and I get like, <laughs> I'm like so nervous I'm going to miss something for some reason. So I think they have like missable scans in those games, which was weird. It was like, you could, it's like, oh, if you don't do this in the intro section that you never come back to this planet, you just don't get that scan. You can't get 100%. So I was like a scan freak. You scan these things. But, uh, <clears throat> And I would also, like, lose fights because I'd, I'd be trying to scan all the goddamn enemies like an idiot. <laughs> Try to scan all the Like, in the, I'm getting shot by 50 bullets. I'm like, I got to get this information back to my <laughs> boss. And so I remember I beat Metroid Prime 2 when it first came out, but I honestly couldn't tell you a thing about it because I never really went back to it. It was like, I remember it being an, an quote-unquote enhancement of the game. They added stuff, but not really enough for me to be like, this is, like, wonderful. It was strange where you could go in between two different worlds that were like connected by portals, like mm-hmm. the dark world and the light world or whatever. Yeah. And there was like segments, like the plasma or whatever in the dark world that was like bad. I guess it was like a callback to like SAX too, because there was like the Dark Samus, which was just made of like Yeah. They they hint at it in Prime, which I think was because they were probably developed in, around the same time because since Prime and and um excuse me, uh, Fusion came out the same year in, in North America. You know, they probably developed around the same time. So, like, the whole SAX thing was like, oh, yeah, we have the Prime. There's, like, a cutscene if you get 100% or something at the end of Prime where you, like, get covered in plasma and then, like, you, you get powered up to fight the final boss and there's, like, a cutscene where, like, your suit climbs out of the plasma without you and, like, has DNA. Yeah, it, like, absorbs yeah. DNA that, or whatever. And that's the whole... You idea for Metroid Prime 2 where there's like this Dark Samus um, which is also interesting from a story perspective because Fusion is like the last chronologically uh, Metroid entry where it would be like the most recent you know what I mean the farthest along in the timeline yeah. and it's like so she's like just constantly dealing with these suit clones because Prime would be one of the first ones I believe or Something like that. It gets confusing. I mean, you basically do the same thing in every game, where it's like you fight Ridley and Kraid, and you fight Ridley and all of them. I never, and there's always like, they're like, I've talked to people online, they're like, yeah, that's not Ridley, that's Meta Ridley. Oh, that's Robot Ridley. Oh, that's Ridley's daughter. I'm like, I don't <laughs> fucking know what's going on anymore. Who told you this? <laughs> it's one of those games where it's like, it's like Dark Souls, where like the lore is like non existent. There's like one data entry when you scan something that said like Ridley has children, and they're like that's gotta be it. <laughs> and you go online, there's like a 500 page fan expose about how all the Ridleys you fight are his children. I'm like, how did you figure this out? No one knows. And yeah, then no I never. I played Metroid Prime Three again when it came out. I remember being angry because it came out. It was the first Metroid game for the Wii, and I was like did not like using the Wii to control the gun. I loved it. I thought it was great. Oh, I fucking it's hate hard, it. It's hard, though. Yeah. I remember I was trying to play the highest difficulty, and I, I got to a certain point where I was getting bodied. Dude, I, there's a boss. I, I'm telling you, there's a boss made of armor, and you have to, like, shoot his... There's, like, color-coded armor, and you have to shoot it in a certain order, and I couldn't fucking beat it. <laughs> and I remember being like, this sucks. This sucks dick. I was pissed as hell. I was just I yeah. Just I remember I tried to come back to a save file on uh, I think the highest difficulty is corrupted or some shit like that, and or hyper or something like that. And I I couldn't beat some boss, 
So I was like, oh, I'll come back and play later. And I load up the file, like, probably six months later. I couldn't even remember how to play. Like, with all yeah. the throwing, like, you move one arm to throw a grappling hook, and you, like, I didn't even remember how to switch weapons. Yeah. Like, everything's crazy. I'm like, <laughs> it's, oh, I, they have to teach you these controls, because the Wii does not make it simple. No. I mean, the, the Wii had, like, it did have some cool control schemes, like, the... It feels like strange at first, but then like after you play for five minutes, you're like this is surprisingly intuitive to to do shit with it, like moving your arms around like a fucking freak, and the <laughs> controllers strapped together and shit. Yeah. And then like one hand is like it was so outrageous, but it honestly like it was. It, it does feel good once you get into it, but like try, I I did not like using the gun at first like that, but I do remember like. The whole concept. I, they they re- released the trilogy on, on uh, game or on well, on something on Wii U, and you didn't have to use it. You didn't have to do that to play with it. You could just use the control. So I liked playing it that way better. I went back and did that. Or no, it was they released the Metroid Prime trilogy for the Wii, and then you can get it on the Virtual Console or something like that. So here's the thing that bothers me too. I don't think you can get. There's like no backwards compatibility on the Switch. I want to play all the Metroid games so bad. I can only play Super Metroid. Yeah. Well, they have the original, but like uh, Metroid 1. Yeah, who well. gives a shit about that one? All the other ones hold up really well. Yeah. Metroid can, 1 does not. You can go, like, here's another thing that bothers me about Metroid games. There, like, there's Metroidvania, you know, as a as a concept of like a side-scrolling platformer, and that's probably my favorite genre of games. I play every single one I can get my hands on. But as far as Prime goes, there's not really any copycats of Prime. And yeah. it bothers me because it's such a good formula and I would love to play other games in that style. Yeah. Like, why don't they just yeah, do Mega true. Man I hadn't like really that? thought of that. That's very true. There's a lot no of games Metroid are like Prime that. There's only Metroid Prime. Yeah. I mean, a lot of games like that. A lot of big Nintendo games. Name a Zelda knockoff. I can't name a single fucking one. Uh, Genshin Impact, but that's, that's about it. I mean, Breath of the Wild, but name another, like... Name a link to the past knockoff. It doesn't exist. True. None yeah, of them, they put th- all that work in to make two maps that were interchangeable. Yeah. Well, and no and but like even that. even the style though, you know what I mean? Where you where you the the collecting and the 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 weapon increasing the inventory style thing of like a Legend of Zelda game. And yeah, I like, don't know of any games. Yeah, but there are Metroidvanias, and a lot of them are very successful. Hollow Knight's an incredible game. You know. um... What's that one that the guy made by himself? Axiom Verge? What's I that? didn't like Hollow Knight, but I didn't play Axiom Verge. I loved Hollow Knight. I thought it was really good. I hated it my first time through, but then the second time through, it got me. I went through it again because I'm a I'm a I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, was, like, like, I hated it. I, I remember again. I remember having a sixteen hour save file the first time through and then being like, This game sucked and then like someone said something online that was like, Oh yeah, Hollow Knight rules. Like, let me give it another shot and I was like, Oh yeah, I actually love this game, it's great. But yeah, maybe I, I should give it another shot. I think we'll talk about it later. I think you'll love it. We should talk about Hollow Knight on one of these things. Let's do it. I got to like the end of the game and shit. You what? I got to like the end. I was just going everywhere looking for bosses, and they were like, and I was like, "Where's the end of the game?" And then it turns out it was like at the beginning. Area, yeah, and I was like, well, it's kind of it's extremely convoluted the way they explain stuff to you. It's just like everyone talks in like um, prophecies, so no one actually explains anything to you. Yeah, they took a lot of. I noticed they took a lot of inspiration from Dark Souls. Yeah, they basically had acid flasks. They had the. And they had like the same the souls thing when you die. 
Yeah, and they had the same like lack of information about the story that Dark Souls has. And yes. I'm like, that's not a point that you should be inspired by about Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. the exactly. They're like, yeah, this guy again. It's it's the whole trope where someone says one line, and they and people have to extrapolate fifty things from it, and and there's no. I mean, I'm I'm all about ambiguity and like having like creatures you don't know where they're from or you don't know this about them or their backstory. But it's like that when when it hurts me playing the game because I don't know where to go because your characters don't speak. But yeah, um, just, Super Metroid had the similar thing where you didn't know where to go, but they didn't have characters that spoke, <laughs> so it wasn't like a misdirection. It but they like, also you had like. The way that Metroid did like their gate, Super Metroid did their gatekeeping was like very specific in that. I mean, except for the power bomb thing to get into Meridia or whatever, or when you have to blow up that thing. I guess it like kind of alludes to it, but you just have to drop a power bomb in that pipe and it it shatters the glass, and they don't really tell you that anywhere. You have to do that. Something I always loved about Super Metroid is if you just like leave the game at the press start screen or whatever, it'll start showing you stuff that you didn't know you could do. Yeah. Like bomb jumping and crystal flash. They show you, they show you a bunch of cool stuff. And the shine spark or whatever. Yeah. They show you shine spark. They show you like areas that you didn't know were there. Yeah. Like, why would you know they were there? But they show <laughs> you how to get to them in like the press start screen. But it's always like using some advanced techniques that you didn't know about either. Yeah. So you're like, oh shit, in multiple ways. I mean, I think that was like a product of the time where a lot, they, they had like a Nintendo hotline set up and they wanted you to call it and ask people to figure out like what ah. to do. Because I did that before. I used to like have a, a subscription to like Nintendo Magazine or whatever. And, uh, Nintendo was, Power. Yeah, Nintendo Power, that's it. And they had like a, a number in there. And it was like, yeah, if you're stuck, call this number. And you would call and it was like, you know, $5 a fucking minute or something insane. This is in <laughs> 1990. And I'd call and be like, well, and like you'd be on the line with some guy and they'd be just be Metroid, Super Metroid experts. And I'd be like, where do I go here? And they'd be like, try bombing this wall in this room. And I'm like, this, and that was how you had to figure stuff out. I think that they did that on purpose to try, it was like a money-making scheme for Nintendo. So like you would, and get help from the experts. And so, like, I think they made some of their games, like, needlessly, you didn't know what to do. There's because a ton of games like that in that era because they wanted you to call and and find out or whatever. Yeah, that could be why. But uh, I still think it's done well enough in Met- Super Metroid where you don't really need that. You can still figure things out on your own. There's nothing really, like, game-breaking about it. But, again, there's there's a million Metroidvanias. I love most of them. I, I play all of them. I, I, it's like a genre I'm in love with. But there's not really many 3D Metroid knockoffs, which I would love to see. Yeah, Just I take, agree. take the skeleton of Prime and make your own IP. And there you go. Yeah, Bestseller. that'd be great. We'll try that. Metroid Prime 4 is supposed to come out Ooh. eventually. Yes, here, this is, I, I did want to talk about this. This is why. I'm dying for Metroid Prime 4. I would love one on the Switch. So when was the last... When was Metroid Prime 3 released? 2007. Yeah. It's been 13 years. I mean, you can't... Like, Trilogy came out after that. Federation Force doesn't count. Nope. At all. Don't count Federation Force. That shit's fucking whack and bullshit. But that's the most recent... thing. The most recent, like, mainline game was... Metroid Prime 3, correct? 2007 gotta be yeah i think so so oh samus returns came out in 2017 but that is a remake that doesn't really count other m came out in 2010 okay so both of those came out so 20 i'll count other m i've also forgot we skipped that one but we'll 
we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Metro Prime 4 last. So Other M is a really interesting game because it was made by a different studio, right? Yeah, Team Ninja. Team Ninja. What was Team Ninja famous for? Ninja Gaiden, Better Alive, Neo. Oh. I wonder how... The, there's probably a good story that I don't have on how they got the the rights to do this. So I heard with Metroid Prime 4, and this is something I heard from a guy who says he knows somebody. Cool. He like said he worked at GameStop and he yeah. talked to like a Nintendo representative or something like that. And they said they gave Metroid Prime 4 to a studio and they came back with like the the checkup to be like, oh, all right, let's see what kind of game you made. And they were like, this sucks and you're fired. And they started all over. And that's why Metro Prime 4 has no information out. And they announced it like a year ago. Yeah. Oh, they announced it like four years ago. Oh, did they? Was it that long yeah, ago? Yeah, dude. It's been, that's why it's such a bother because they seriously, they that announcement where they said, oh, we had some, because pro- there was an official announcement. It was announced at, at E3 2017. Yeah. And then, like in in the beginning of 2019, um, it was they they said because it was being developed by um, Bandai Namco, right? And then in 2019, they came out and said development is being restarted by by Retro. Yeah, I guess they were just like Bandai, you fucked up. Yeah, so they're like, we don't we don't like this. We're redoing it. Um, Which respect to Nintendo for that. But also, I want to play a game. So, could you hurry the fuck up, please? Yeah, like, how long does it take? I mean, there was two years only between Prime 1 and Prime 2. Obviously, there's a lot already, the groundwork is already done. But it's been two years since that 2019 announcement, and we have no fucking clue where this game is. Oh, I just saw this, too, on the Wikipedia. In October of 2020, which only a couple of months ago, Retro posted a job advertisement seeking storyboard artists to work on emotional and interesting and innovative scenes that elevate the narrative. <laughs> so the, the people are wondering if that's for for Metroid Prime or whatever, which is unfortunate. It's just taking forever to come out. I'm dying for another, anything. I'm dying for another Metroid Prime game. This yeah. needs to come out on the Switch soon. Yeah, the Switch has uh, a couple of games. The Switch has Mario games. Yep. And that and that's that's it. It has Mario and it has Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And guess what? They're making a Breath of the Wild too. Or are they? That has it's it's been announced as well. They showed a picture of it and then they're like, Shh, be quiet. They showed they showed some uh some other promotional material from Breath of the Wild too. They said we said, When's this coming out? They said shh, 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 just Shut you the wait. fuck up. Don't just ask you, questions. They said just you wait. We'll let you know when the game's done. But I mean, I'm I'm I want more Metroid content. When you look at like Zelda, there's a game coming out for every mainline system, right? And I mean, I mean, yeah. obviously, I guess it comes down to they 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 make what sells, right? Their highest selling games right now, probably for the Switch, are got to imagine Pokemon, Animal Crossing, right? Yeah. So. You know why? Why do we pour money into that? So we're we're the guys on the line that just like good games, and we get strung along because people like to. I don't even know what the fuck Animal Crossing is, to be honest. Oh, it's just like The Sims, but for furries. <laughs> okay, maybe I should get it. Uh, <laughs> I've never even had the, an inkling to try it out, but it's yeah, I mean, enormously it's, famous it's not online. What I want to do? No, 
I want to play a game. I want to shoot some fucking aliens. I want to be in a cool-ass power suit with cool abilities, and I want those abilities to become enhanced or find new abilities to traverse the area as I go. I want to shoot fucking laser beams through a wall. Yeah. What's the, how, do, how do they not... Who doesn't find that fun? It's such a... And I, I can only... When you look at the, the, the track record of... Of Nintendo, their their mainline games going like it's always an enhancement. When you look at like every Mario that's come out, you know Galaxy and Galaxy Two came out, and you're like, how are they going to top this? And then Odyssey came out, and it blew me away. And I said, oh my fucking god, they did it. Yeah. And then I haven't played Breath of the Wild honestly. I don't know why, but I played. As long as you're a giant bitch. I played literally every every other Zelda game. I'm such a piece of shit. I haven't played Breath of the Wild yet. I don't know why. Skyward Sword was my favorite Zelda game for a long time but then breath of the wild came out and i was like all right i've played this a lot let me go try to play skyward sword again so i could see if it surpassed it and i couldn't finish skyward sword i stopped playing it and then i went back and played breath of the wild at least like twice yeah i remember you talking about i remember you playing it when we lived together and you're on your switch and you're like i could take this into the bathroom with me so it's the best zelda game there is (laughs) that's really all it comes down to (laughs) but I mean, when you look at these enhancements, like they've got to be doing something. Well, I guess they're they're not making Metroid anymore, right? It's not a Nintendo isn't making it like Gunpei or whatever his name is, Gunpei Yoko or whatever who used to do the first ones. Who's like involved in all those main Metroid games? Like he's not involved. I have to imagine it's got to be. And now it's with Retro Studios, who I'm not. Sure, I don't know what their track record is or Bandai Namco. I'm not even sure what they're doing now. But hopefully, a good game comes out. I mean, as as. Retro made the rest of the Metroid Prime games okay. and now they're back on this one so I don't know why they gave it to Bandai Namco in the first place. Well, I think Nintendo has a good relationship with them but for as for as like <clears throat> as much as I didn't like 2 and 3 it wasn't because they were bad games I think it was because of the proximity of their release to the other games and you know the the how good Metroid Prime was I was like I don't you know I, I expected something greater but they're still competent games they're still good games yeah i'm definitely excited for the release of four what did you think about zero mission we didn't talk about that much i loved zero mission i thought it was great it was an enhancement of the original it really fixed all of the problems of the original but and it also added some extra stuff i think that was the inception of zero suit samus if i'm not yeah. mistaken yeah i believe so you know, the first time you get to like control her or whatever. Uh, otherwise, it was just like she was. She pops out of her suit when she dies, and you can see her in it at the end or whatever. But uh, I love Zero Mission. I had a great time with it. I I played it several times when it came out. Obviously, I I was a huge like um, handheld Nintendo guy. So like, you know, Zero Mission comes out on Game Boy. Of course, I'm I'm playing it. You know, Game Boy Advance, which I think is is like my favorite handheld console of theirs. Game Boy Advance yeah. is like iconic. They had so many good games. That's that's the yeah, difference for me. There's a million good Game Boy Advance games when it came out, and so, you know, I love Zero Mission. Um, I'm fine with stuff like this. When but when when gamers like or, or when like companies update their games with like, oh, we remake the original because we we need to modernize a little bit, or these are the things that we wish we could have done when it first came out, but we didn't have the technology. I love that. I, I loved it. Did you play Zero Mission? Yeah, I loved it. It was fantastic. It's a wonderful game. I mean, most of the when you look at all the Metroid entries, they have those weird like. There's that pinball one, and there's like the Federation Force, and there's like the Hunters, which is a weird like DS game or something when it first came out. Um, and there's like only 
multiplayer or something weird like that. Um, or it had online multiplayer, but I mean, other than that, there, it's like it's pretty pretty good track record for Metroid games. I mean, you can tell Nintendo still cares about it too. Like they just put they put Samus and Dark Samus in the new Smash, and they put Ridley into it, which was like you know unheard of before. So it's like they they still care about the game. I don't yeah. know why it's taking so long for this game to come out. Or uh, here's again my biggest problem is I want to play. I don't want to have to get my fucking GameCube out or a Wii U and a controller and the game and an adapter or whatever to and plug it into my TV to play these prime games. I'd rather I just just let me get it on the virtual store for the Switch. I'll pay for Prime again. It's how much I like the game. I'm sure tons of people will. So let me yeah. play them. In the convenience of the Switch. I know it can handle it. I mean I would I would pay for um, a lot of old games that they came out with them on Switch. Like, I don't think they have Link to the Past on there, do they? Uh, I think that. they might have it on the Super Nintendo like thing. They do or they don't? I think they do. They do? Well, that's good. I think they have a Link but to the Past. There are other games that they don't have that I'm like, I, I legit give you money for this. Yeah, like, do I, don't, I don't think they have Chrono Trigger. I don't think they have Super Mario RPG. Yeah, they should put Final Fantasy VI on the. On they the should thing. absolutely like, should put Final Fantasy VI. I'm not but sure. All, I'll have to all the best check. Super Nintendo games should be there already. With yeah, uh, there's no reason why it shouldn't be. Like, it, I mean, you could charge for them, but like, throw just throw the Super Nintendo games on there. No one wants to pay for those. It's you're yeah, not I mean, losing would, any money. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Like really, really good ones. They're probably. so good. Super Metroid. I'm telling you, if you haven't played Super Metroid, play it. It holds up, and it's gonna feel clunky at first, and it's gonna feel a little jilted or weird, but once you get the hang of it, it holds up. It is a good game, and you're going to love yeah. it. Super it's Metroid designed, is one of the best games ever made. It's, it's near flawless in its design. The The sprites stick out still. The art direction is still amazing. It plays phenomenally. It has a really, it's a really great progression. It's just, a, it's a it's a great game. It's my favorite game. I think it's near perfect. So Yeah, I absolutely agree. It'll, it holds up. If you haven't played it, go play it. And, Let's let's get some fucking let's get some fucking games. I don't. Know. <laughs> I got away from me. I was gonna say I want to get more game. I want to play more. I want to play. I'm like I'm itching. Can, don't you think they're gonna games companies do this all the time when like um you know Game Pass especially I have it where uh you know a game comes out with DLC and they put the standard game on Game Pass. Obviously, it's gonna drive up more DLC sales. People have the standard game for free. As I just bought the DLC for Control because I had the base game for free from Game Pass. And they right. did it to all time games with gold, you know, um uh, you know, Overcooked Two is coming out, they put Overcooked One on there. It just drums up support for their game. You know, maybe people will buy this that didn't buy the first one. And so like why not put the Prime games back out there? Prime four like drum support for Prime Four by putting the trilogy on Switch or something, right? I'll play through it again. I'll pay for it again. I bought it when it came out on the Wii, I bought it on my Wii U because I wanted to play it again. And I'll buy it again because I love the game so much because I want to play it. And it's a good game. Yeah. But why, I don't know why Nintendo refuses to do this. I just want to play Metroid. Yeah, that's a noble goal. I just want to play Metroid. <laughs> We're going to have to talk about Metroidvanias because I can go off forever on like all the the, the Yeah, the I, I know you like Action Verge and uh, Oh my God, even Yeah, Hollow Knight was great. I just played this sort of, this sort of Metroidvania called um, Monster Sanctuary. It is. I, I did a review about it on the website. It is a very interesting game. Uh, you like collect monsters. There's like a hundred in the game, and each one has like a. 
like an exploration ability. So you can like, you know, you get one that lets you hover and you can find new areas and you get one that like lets you <clears throat> smash a wall and you find a new area and stuff like that. But then meanwhile, you're doing like three on three Pokemon style monster battles and it's, it's a crazy game, but like the Metroidvania part was it, of it was like pretty well done as far, but it was like, uh, like a light Metroidvania light version um, but I, I I play all of them. I'm addicted to it. I want more of this, you know, that, that hole that left when Metroid isn't there. I need more of that gameplay style. So that's why I play every single one that comes out. They could release another 2D Metroid today and I would play it. I borrowed your DS from you so I could beat Samus Returns. Oh, yeah. I, I, great. I said, let me borrow it. Again, we were roommates. I said, I'm taking this to work for a couple of days. I need to beat this. You said, okay. It was phenomenal. I couldn't put it down. Fantastic. They do a really cool thing at the end of Samus Returns too, which I said I liked a lot. Where you get that that Metroid follows you around at the end, the baby, uh, yeah. and and it like eats special yeah, walls, it, and it's it like, like eats all the blocks that are blocking your path. Yeah, it's like the final power up is a Metroid, which was like so fucking yeah, that cool. Yeah, was so cool. Yeah, that was dope. A bunch of really good boss fights. It's basically like a combination of a Metroidvania and like a I don't want to say uh, it's just like a boss rush. You just go through different types of strong bosses oh they have that cool counter mechanic yeah if an enemy is going to strike you physically you can you hit the counter button and you bash them away and you get to do cool counters and they have like really fucking cool animations where she like knocks a giant metroid lizard to the ground and shoots down his fucking throat with a gun yeah it was dope damn i should play that game again it reminded me of other m and all the dope shit that samus would do in other m oh yeah let's talk about that quick too we'll go long on this episode because i love metroid so much other M is a lot of cool stuff like that. It's like very stylized and very like they really turn into a cool ass bounty hunter. People don't like it because there's a story attached to it and it's very weird. Yeah. See, I I my problem is everyone gets mad because they're like, Oh, they gave Samus a stupid personality. I'm like, Well, at least they gave her a personality. Yeah. And every other game she, she barely spoke, like she was a silent protagonist. Like, all right, they tried to give her a personality. You don't like it, go fuck yourself. The gameplay is still amazing. Honestly, the only other time that I think she even speaks is in Fusion, and it's like it's in a uh, like a soliloquy or something. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, this this robot calls me. What the fuck did it call her? And it's the same thing that her boss Adam used to call her, Lady. Lady, yeah. He's like, oh, it calls me Lady. Is this is the mind of my former commander inside this robot? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean, former commander? I thought I don't know who you are. They've never characterized her before in a game. So why do people yeah. care? They're just like she's a bounty hunter. Well, she shoots aliens. That's don't a problem. Worry about why? <laughs> exactly. She wasn't even like a girl in the beginning. There's like like um, featurettes like when the first Metroid came out and they were doing like promotional stuff for it, and there was like a picture of a man in the suit. And then like when the <laughs> game came out, they made her a woman. And so like who cares anyway? But like they. She's she has zero characterization through six games, and then, you know, uh, Fusion comes out, and they're like, "Oh, she's she's introspective, and she used to have a commander, and she, she has to get upgrades for her weapon." And then and then they never speak on it again. No one cares about Fusion. They 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 hate it for other reasons because they roadblock you with stuff like that. And then other M comes out, and she's like, "I respect my commander," and they're like. No, Sam is a strong. I'm like, no, she really just shoots things. She has never spoken to you. <laughs> Everyone's mad. This isn't Samus. I'm like, then, then who is she? Because you create up something in your mind. Yeah. People are just mad because they 
Normally, every Metroid game starts out, you lose all your powers because the game has to be a game. And yeah. you have to go get more powers. Yeah. And then another M, they're just like, you have all your powers, you're just not going to use them because you're being nice to your former dad or whatever. Yeah. So, and then people are mad. I'm like, dude, it's just a narrative device. Like, it doesn't matter how you get your powers. Why exactly. is it such a... It's completely arbitrary. If it wasn't that, then they'd all they would have to do is add a scene where she gets hit into a wall and an electricity burst turns them offline. Yeah. But instead they decide... The same as every other game. Exactly. It's identical. Instead they're like, well, let's just make it... She has a relationship with her commander and she doesn't want to override them because she's working in federal space or whatever. And they're just like... Everyone's like, no! (laughs) No! You can't do that to her! I don't even mind it because it just showed that she had, like, respect for solving the problem and working with other people. I don't care. And there's also a cool scene where you finally turn on Space Jump or whatever, and uh, Adam's like dead at this point or something like that. I don't remember what happens to him, <laughs> but she like go, she like talks to herself and it's like she like says I don't remember what the line was, but she like repeats some line that Adam would say to her all the time, and then turns Space Jump on herself, and you just go over some gap that you saw at like the beginning of the game. Yeah, you saw this gap, and we're like, I can't cross this, and then you finally got the power. I thought it was cool the way she turned it on there. They did a good job with that voice line. Yeah. So you know what's I didn't a, mind the story whatsoever. I didn't care. I was like, oh cool, they gave her personality. Yeah. I mean it plays really well. It's like a weird combination of of two D and three D Metroid in like a way that I didn't expect. And I, I, I thought they did a great job. I thought they did a great, great job as well. It's it's a, like because there's are those scenes where you're like just platforming in two D, but it's obviously like the three D models and it looks great and there's like a little bit of three D to it. And then there's like the the classic three D where you go into the visor and you're shooting rockets and shit. Yeah. And it's I think they do a great job of it, and you can see the influence because that's Team Ninja, I think, as you said, right? That did it. That, or yes, and and so you could see that the way she runs has like a very Ninja Gaiden feel to it, Ninja Gaiden mm-hmm. feel to it, where she's like very animated. Her knees come up all the way. She looks like a ro- a robot ninja. Um, yeah, and I think that added a little cool inflection to it. She was like, you were fast. You were very fast. You were very powerful. It felt cool to do these animations and. And shoot these enemies all. Over. It, you, it was like quick and fun, like a like a ninja guy. Yeah, it was. It was like a like an action game in a lot of points. Yeah, if you dodge with the right timing, you get like a free charge. You get yep. fully charged. And that that's a, such a cool mechanic too, which they don't do stuff like that. It's like a cool. It, it sort of incorporates like those style shooters mechanics yeah, into it. Like, you feel super powerful. I yeah. loved it. That that's the best. That's all I want from a game. I want you. They they shouldn't hamper you. You should be given a ton of tools to feel powerful, and you have to combat that by balancing it with strong enemies and strong you know, game design, character design, level design around it. But I want to feel, like, extremely strong. I want to feel powerful. I want to feel like I'm ripping through people, not like I'm getting stopped at every every injunction. Yeah, and even though switching to the first person, people complained, said it was clunky or whatever, I thought it was completely fine because when you switch the the way you're holding the controller for the Wii, yeah. it goes into first person, but the game slows down intentionally. Like, there's, it goes into slow motion. Yeah, it gives you some you breathing room. And stuff like that. Yeah. So it, it made it super... I loved it. I loved everything they did with that I mean, game. that's also that super fantastic. innovative, the way they do that. Stuff like that really takes it takes you out of the game, but like in a cool way, where it's like you turn the remote from left to right to facing forward to go into it. And I was like, this is like so... It's so simple, but I wouldn't have thought of it. And it makes me like take a step back and be like, that's so fucking neat, the way it's like, you know, you're left to right and you're traveling left to right and then you you aim it and now suddenly you're looking down sights and shit like that. I'm like, this is a really cool like thing that I appreciate just for the cleverness of it. Yeah. So, I mean, people need to give Other M another shot. So the problem is, like, there's this vocal, minor- vocal minority online that says, like, Other M sucks because of this, and they can't really explain why, and they probably never even played the game. 
and then yeah when you when you most, break down, i feel like most people that complain about other m did not play it no they just read and there's also like the whole thing where they she she says like ba- the baby a lot when she's talking about metroid but that's already been like a thing in metroid from from super metroid or like yeah. you take the baby metroid it's like the whole plot point is where ridley steals the baby metroid and so they don't like women that's why incel gamers hate that women are cool and that's why other M was panned. Yeah, how, how dare she have emotion? How dare a woman say things in a game? Shoot your gun, bitch. <laughs> but, I mean, there's really no bad Metroid game. I think Samus Returns, the original, might be the only, that's a quote-unquote bad one. It's still a competent game. It's just, like, needlessly difficult. Especially for its time, yeah. Yeah, because of the way it was, the the constraints that they designed it around, the the, the steps they took to do that, but... There's really no bad Metroid game. There should be more Metroid games. I don't know how to get more, but if you have, if you're not a fan of Metroid, go through and play them. They all have really tight controls. They have really great gameplay. The, you know, the only the only downsides are like again, two and three are repetitive after playing Prime. Two and three are repetitive after playing the first one. But they're still good games. They're still competent. There's there is like characters that they add in three that are like cool. That like you you meet other people that you speak to and shit. Um, and so I mean they're all. I mean, Metroid's a great game. Play Super Metroid. Play other M. You're gonna appreciate them. Uh, yeah, you definitely should. We'll do. Definitely I'll, should play those games. I'm gonna do a review of Metroid, especially Super Metroid, one of the best games ever made. Yeah, let us know how you feel about Super Metroid because it's it's gonna blow you away. It's better than games that are being made today. Easily. Yeah, for sure. And then whenever Super Metroid Four comes out, I'm gonna do a review of that thing ASAP. Get it up on Bone Robot Games. So. Um, yeah, I mean, Metroid, when you think about it, now that we're breaking it down, it's like, I can't really think of a game that has, I mean, obviously, like, the Mario games. It's probably, like, a Nintendo thing. All of them, when you think about it, have, like, very good track records, and even the, the lowest level of their games is not because it's, like, a bad game. It's because it's being compared to other games in the series that do really great things. Yeah, it is really a Nintendo thing, because most Zeldas are good. Yeah. Almost every like main series Super Mario Brothers game is amazing. Yeah, they're all great. Mm-hmm. Every Metroid is good. Like they just don't fuck up their main series. Like they keep that IP unlocked. Exactly. So like, if you're not a fan of Metroid, you know you probably will be. Just play them. Yeah, they're really good. I actually want to play Other M now. I got to find a way to play Other M. I wish it was on the Wii. Or I wish it was on the fucking Switch Virtual Console. I play it right now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if they'll ever release it because everyone gave them a shit for <laughs> Probably it. Probably not. I don't know how to play it. How can I play Other M? I want to go play it right now. You don't have a Wii? No, I don't have a Wii. I'll go buy yeah, one for like $11 at <laughs> GameStop. That's, people have so many Wiis. There was a time they sold so many Wiis. You could seriously, people were giving them away at the end of its <laughs> lifespan. People were like, I have a Wii you can have. Oh, the best thing about the Wii, too. I don't know why I'm attacking this on to the end of the episode, but... You could hack the shit out of your Wii, and I remember just playing like so many downloaded games that I didn't buy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I soft-wanted it uh, shortly after I got it, but when I I got the Wii, it would, it had been sold out for a really long time, so I was like, oh, I guess I can't get one. I remember I walked into a GameStop and I saw Wii's behind there, and we were with our friend Chris, my former roommate. Yeah, and uh, and I was like, do you guys have Wii's behind there? And he just looks at me, he's like, do it. And I bought. I had already done all the research. I got. I got a Wii, I got Metroid Prime 3, mm-hmm. uh, I got Twilight Princess, I got the Dragon Ball, Budokai Tenkaichi 3. I got like every good Wii game. Yeah. And so when I went, when I soft modded it and went to download it, there were almost no games left to download to that get. weren't any good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember playing like really shitty games because I was like, well, 
I have them all. There were some good ones like Muramasa and uh, oh, yeah. stuff like that. I remember getting like some Kirby game that sucked cock. Yeah, yeah. Kirby is one of those it's one of, of those main series Nintendo games like we were just talking about, but I can't even go back and play those games. I, 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 I tried. That's, an, that's a topic for another episode. I do like the original Kirbys, but it's kind of like, it's it's a very weird game. I can't believe it exists even. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> But like, okay. Walk for, I remember playing the. Hold on, yeah, we should get into it another time. We'll get. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll keep. We'll keep this one Metroid focused. We already went over time, so. Um, you have anything to say about Metroid as we close up shop? Uh, Super Metroid is definitely top five games ever made, and that, that's basically it. That's a bold claim. I would say it's it's top three. It's my personal top one. I would say it's top three best games ever made. I have no doubt in my mind. It's my personal favorite. Uh, what's your What's your number two? What, I don't know what your what's your number one favorite game of all time. My favorite game of all time. Just as comparison, uh, probably Breath of the Wild. Oh wow! What's your number two? Uh, hmm. Go from the heart. What what jumps out at you? This isn't this isn't a firm. Probably Super Metroid. No shit. Mine would be Super Metroid One. It's gotten it's getting high marks from us. Number two, I guess, would be Dead Space, the original. All right. Um, well, check us out uh, at BoneRobotGames.com. That's the review site. And if you want to check out the podcast directly, you can check out my Twitter. Uh, it's at TreeBoneX, and then the website to check out the podcast directly is Bone-Robot-Games-Podcast. Dot .pinecast.co. I know it's confusing, but it's Bone Robot Games Podcast, all hyphenated. Dot .pinecast.co. Uh, it has all the, the things up there. I'm going to upload this uh, later today or tomorrow. Uh, that's The time is irrelevant because they'll, they'll hear it when they hear it. Or whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you. This is Bone Robot Games signing off. Bye. Play Super Metroid. Play Super Metroid. <laughs>